Hi, it's Jay Mueller from Bad Producer Productions. Thanks for listening to this podcast. It's one of seven we currently produce. They include The Garrett, Team Effort, Childproof by Tony Martin and Geraldine Quinn, Game Changers with Craig Bruce, In the Pocket NFL, The Greatest Season That Was 93, and our newest podcast, The Final Word Cricket Podcast with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. I don't know which of those you're about to listen to, but whichever one it is, I hope you enjoy it, and I'm grateful for your time and enthusiasm. Thank you. All of our podcasts are supported by the generous team at A.V. Jennings. For more than 85 years, A.V. Jennings has created communities for people just like you. A.V. Jennings communities are designed for the way people want to live today. To find out more, visit avjennings.com.au. A.V. Jennings, your community developer. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsor, A.V. Jennings. This is Team Effort, a safe place to learn life's lessons. It's a place to go deep and discover the inner truths of the world in which we live. Well, if not inner truths, at least a few inner anecdotes. Here's Team Effort's guest host, Ed Cavalier. We're back. You're still deep inside the walls of the Team Effort compound with your guest host, Ed Cavalier. Close your eyes. Ask yourself a question. Who am I? Who am I? Am I a worthy member of society or am I a blogger? Am I contributing to the forward progression of the human race or am I too busy taking snaps of my Toblerone tunnel? <laughs> well, wise up, hombre. It's time to get some learning up ya. Here, working the levers, backdoor style, it's Mr. Jay Mueller. Hello. Back to our guest, hit me some theme music, please. Pumped up and full of pre-workout, it's the deal master general, the gay sex voyeur, the jerry can earner, part-time doctor, Mr. Ash Williams. Put it in drive. Yeah, and, and do what? And bang it. <laughs> no, no, Ed, you know what? Yep, take that back. Uh, edit point. It's Put it in drive. Hang on. It's Mr. Ash Williams. Put it in drive. <laughs> and go as fast as you can. Oh. Oh. Or. <laughs> it's like meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, it, 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 let's go again. Let's Looking go again. for the remote still. Okay, ready? Last, last one. All right, here we go. Okay, ready? All right. The jerry can owner, part-time doctor, Mr. Williams. Put it in drive, cover yourself in petrol, and light a cigarette. Enjoy yourself, you bastard. Yeah! Yay. Welcome back, Ash. Uh, we can't use that. Well, we're going to. Across from here. <laughs> last one. Last one. Put it in drive. Hang on. Hang on. No, no, no. Part-time doctor, Mr. Ash Williams. I've got a prescription for you. Drive as fast as you can. Um, see ya. <laughs> We'll see you next time on Team Effort. Across from him, just waiting to give it both barrels, is the man with the iron blood, the man who launched a C-word rant over badger culling, smoke whatever is handy and give it up smooth for Captain Tony Martin. Thank you. The Toblerone Tunnel is closed for business. Seek alt-route. Man, we've got to talk about these tunnels, but first, we have someone else here. Rounding out the square today, 
It's the guy with the largest Batman and Robin collection in the Southern Hemisphere. Stop asking me if that's true, people. It is. The man most likely to open the museum. The man most likely to be placed in a museum. It's the Hume. The Lockie Hume. People do ask me if that's true. It is true. And does does Lockie really have... Yes, he has the largest collection of Batman and Robin I things. Da- I was in- down at the warehouse the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I'm, I've, my sister-in-law gave me a beautiful cabinet that they haven't got space for. I think I've seen place. that. Yes, you have. It's beautiful. And, uh, you know, I'm doing all the, ni- the 1940s Batman theme yep. through it, in keeping with our team effort discussion about how yes. to save the DC universe. Uh, I had a couple of comments about that, by the way. Mm-hmm. You should be writing that script. It was an ex- It's been very well So received. I started. I've started writing it. Yeah. i tell you what else he's been writing. He told me it took him two and a half years to write an inventory of all the items in the warehouse. Yeah. yeah. Is it alphabetical? No, it's just based on... It's actually... Well, everything had to be... It's it's in random order. Is it like Beautiful Mind? Yeah, but every, but, you, but it just tells you what tub everything is in. So everything's oh, been packaged... Tubbed in. in. Wow. Tubbed in, in. And so it's all numbered. So I hate that it's not on display. Oh, like no, if, I just don't have the space, Yeah, mate. but if we went to powerhouse in sydney mm-hmm. if we rang up the powerhouse and said hi it's ash williams uh, ed i can help you there please how, do how big is it in terms of square footage or area well if i Great if you question. were to build cabinets to probably the height of ed yep. from floor to ed height so it's about what seven foot yes um <laughs> then you would probably need probably twice the space of the environment we're in are you now. kidding i've got a place it's got to be somewhere I can see it, though. No, no, no. I'm not flying no, no, up no. to Sydney to see it, my toys. Lucky, we put on an exhibition. I think we should put on an exhibition. You know, mm-hmm. you come up. I'll. Um, yep. Yeah, how's this? I'll cover your accommodation because I know a place. And um, I've recently come into the uh, ownership of uh, a space that is huge. Mm-hmm. It's in, mm-hmm. in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And I've got the place for as long carte as I like. Blanche. He has carte blanche tone. He has free reign of this large space. Want to see a fucking photo? Do sure. you want to see a fucking photo? <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. Tone? I want to see a fucking sure, photo. let's mate. see a fucking photo. Jay? I would like to see a fucking photo. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is the this is the space. And this is Astrid? Only, this, is only, this is only half yes. the room. Oh, whoa, whoa. This is only half the room. Oh, like, that's kind of the space we would need. Yep. Wow, so that looks pretty good. That, so this mm-hmm. is the uh, production offices of the Ash Williams show yes. in... Yes, these are the I'm Sydney not production officers. Meant to say the suburb. Okay, okay. but Beeps, you can. No, you know what? Score. You know what? Beep score. In, hang on, can I say this? In a suburb of Sydney. Yeah, it sounds good. Drive in and drive away. If people know Ooh. that jingle, they will know. Uh, where and you it know is. what? It's right near. Um, where are you going? See if you can finish the end of that ad. Tone. Where are you going? No, no. Think back. You've got it in your brain, Tone. You've watched a lot of TV. Don't where, lie to me. Where am I going? No, think back 10 years ago. Think where are you going? Where are you going? Paul Phillips car sound. No. No. Sorry. Where are you going? The Swagman Theatre Restaurant. Last chance. Where are you going? Witches and britches. <laughs> Wrong. Sorry. <laughs> what are we talking about? Is this a Sydney thing? No, you know it. I'll, I'll Rashes. Australian lighting. Oh, Australian Do you remember that lighting? ad? Where are no. you going? Australian no. lighting. Do what you the hell are you that? talking about? Actually? Oh, you guys are fucked. <laughs> I tell you, if you type in where you're going into the search engine, the first thing that comes up is where you're going, Australian lighting. He's right. No, he's right. Whoa. I I thought I was going up top, Ash. Up top, buddy. You guys are all, you know, smart people. But for a second, I thought I was losing. No, no, you're winning. Oh, mate, I just, yeah, it's three sets to love. Um, Williams. (laughs) 
Anyway, it's right near there if you're uh, if you're playing along at home and you're in the car and uh, or you're in an Uber and you're trying to find. Would you um, ever do it, Lock? Exhibition. I, I, yeah, I, I would. I would. Um, a friend of mine, Alicia Gardner, who I worked on with on Offspring with for many years, mm. Queen Lick, as I call her. Okay. She's always been the one to say you need to set up. Mate, a when I come museum. to your house, first thing I say is, "What's new?" And we go and have a look at something incredible. Oh man, I took possession of the fantastic set of scale diecast Batmobiles the other day, which are so cool. It's from every single Batman. Movie. Seriously, every so you're starting with the like the forties. No, no, it's no, only only stuff that was in the movies and TV. So it starts with the Adam West one and comes oh, with okay. a little Adam West and Burt Ward as Robin is in the cockpit and wow. all the way up to the latest. But as we talked about before, in the 40s, it was a serial where he was basically driving a Morris Minor. <clears throat> no, it was a Mercury. It was a Mercury <laughs> okay. Comet. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, I've told, yeah, I've told, yeah, it's no, just it like a normal car. car. <laughs> well, it's a famous story. Yeah, it was. It's fucking hopeless. So it's like and, a modern day Batman showing up in a Yaris. Yeah, it's yeah? pretty much it's pretty much that. And Bob Kane, the co-creator of, of Batman with Bill Finger, he showed up. He was so pumped because he so That's wanted amazing. to be a Hollywood player. <laughs> oh, here we go. I mean, yeah, I made it. Yeah, here I am. Yeah. And uh, it was just the 43 serial, and he shows up and is like, okay, where's the Batmobile? And they just pointed to this fucking thing, this convertible. Yes. Sitting I, over here. So when the hood's <laughs> down, it's Batman and Robin, okay? And when the hood's off, it's yes. Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson driving around. I that saw that. Yeah, I saw that when I was 10 years old, and it was all of us were like 10-year-old kids booed the screen. Whoa, yeah. that's, if you can't pull the kitty. So the you can imagine then when Bob Kane goes out to the Fox lot in the 60s and goes, where's the Burtmobile? Thinking, here we go again. And then suddenly the fucking Barris car c- rolls out, <laughs> yeah. which is one of the most iconic cars in the world. I mean, you know, he would have fucking the Adam West one. That's the Adam West one you're yeah. talking about with the big oh, rocket yeah. on the back. Yeah. Yeah. What a car. Is oh, there, there, there's never been that. That's the longest surviving pop culture car, isn't it? Yes. Like well, the, the, that no, and, the, and the DB5 from Goldfinger, James Bond's Aston Martin. No, uh, Herbie. Okay. I was thinking about Herbie too. Herbie's gone though, mate. Herbie's not coming back. The thing is, you were thinking about it for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was. <laughs> uh, Ash, I understand you've seen some gay sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on. Uh, one of the recent episodes of the Ash Williams show, you said that there was, a, if you look across from where you're staying in Sydney, that you can, there's two ge- there's two gentlemen who are living together mm. and uh, they've got two rooms. Now, the first room is for... Uh, drinking. And the other room is for... Fucking. Okay. And one is coloured... Uh, the drinking room is purple. Yep. And the fucking room is orange. Yep. And they sort of progress from one to one to other, one to the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't miss it. Like, if you look out where, where I'm staying... Out your window at night time. Anything past 5 p.m., this is um, it's the focal point and um, the blinds are pulled up. They're putting on a performance. And they're aware that you're... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've and said, do you I'm, think other people in your block as well, maybe, obviously... Maybe, maybe. I'm not trying... Mass audience. Possibly. I mean, I'm not trying to hide. Right. I, I, I stand out and yeah. I was standing on my balcony. Mm. Um, Wearing... Oh, it was dark. It was dark. But Referee's okay. outfit. <laughs> no, 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 you know what? <laughs> just those things that guide the plane, those two fluorescent tube things. Usually get out there in a pair of bonds. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, That's motivating. A, that, that is encouraging. Encouraging. And, and yeah. do you think they're over there saying, is that Rory from Naples? <laughs> Funny you should say that, Tony. Here we go. Because I was thinking that too. What if they look out? And they watch Neighbours and they think Rory's watching us because Rory is a big 
homosexual, loves to root everyone, sure. loves and has. And, um, and maybe they don't know the difference between Rory and Ash because there's not that much of a difference, no. really. That line is blurred. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. Do and you think uh, they're wanting Rory to maybe cross the gulf and join them? Join the orange? Yeah. The problem I have Team is... Team orange. I would love to actually... Agent orange. Yeah. I'd love to, to, to... Was it bridge the gulf, you say, Tone? Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Like a spider, like in a, in a David Attenborough film where they spit out their web and then they climb across the yeah, web. That'll be part of it. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, otherwise, I don't have a, a scanner tone to get in the fucking um, okay, door because yeah, sure. my scanner only gets in my, sure. in my building. Right. How annoying is that? But anyway, Ed, I can see them. I know. I was suggesting that one of the ad that Ash is giving himself away because why wouldn't he do this? Everyone's looking for an angle for podcast lock and tone. Mm. As you quite rightly pointed out on Sizzletown, uh, Tony, there's, yes. all, there's now the major two categories are... True crime podcasts yes. and and parodies of true crime, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Someone commentating their neighbor's sexual exploits is new. <clears throat> that is new. No one has done that, that before. That could be the next. My dad's written a porno. I love that. Porno. My neighbors then, are rooting, and then it ends in true crime. Is oh, that what you're saying? Wow. <laughs> no, that was a leap we hadn't made. Ash, no. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we want to do a good podcast. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, the Rory Zemiro story is turning dark. I is like. there any audio? I mean, if they got the windows down, can you hear anything, or is it purely visual? Purely visual. Okay. I sent Ed a photo of yeah, the two rooms, the, and how good is it, Ed? It's 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 so clear. It's like there are two chambers. It's the purple chamber and the orange mm, chamber. Wow. Looks romantic in there, I've got to say. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. And they love it. They get they drink, they get home and they smash mm. it. And and listen to me, Ed. I'm listening. Do we release that photo to the public? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> boo. <God>. Boo. <laughs> boo hiss. Yeah, boo. Yeah, Jay. Boo. 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 Jay, yeah. why would you do that to us? <laughs> Revenue New South Wales is going to be furious about this episode. Do you know More I actually reviews coming. You know what? I actually did release it to the public once. Oh, God. Because there's a thing on Instagram, you can put it up on your um, story for 24 hours. So, look, you know who you are. Some people saw it for 24 hours. So, I need, it's getting more and more that I just need a, I need a law degree just to be friends with Ash. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Would that be helpful if I went and got a law degree, Ash? I feel like you already have one. Yeah, so do I, actually. <laughs> <laughs> How often do I ask you? I, ah, I'll say five something. Times no, no, but I, I don't even ask you, and no. you go. I'll just say, Mum, I'm doing this, and you go, you can't do that. Yeah. Is this because you, working in commercial radio, have to go to those, <coughs> yeah, as I understand yes. it, weekly meetings the, now? The, we now do less meetings than we used to, but what's sad about those meetings is I, I like them because they actually give you parameters in which to broadcast. I find sure. them quite helpful. Mm. But they took away the funnest bit tone where they used to play examples of what not to do. <laughs> and I used to, be on, I used to be on two of them. <laughs> and now they're not there anymore. I'd be like, I'm coming up. I'm going, oh, come on. Wow. I remember. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, let's move on to your notes, Lockie, because oh, we well, need to talk about uh, – now, what would you like to lead with your notes? Well, no, I've got one thing which is a spoiler-free review of the Han Solo movie, but we don't need to get into that. Okay. Because when I when I said to you the other day, what are we going to be talking about yes. on the new team effort? And you yes. said yes. business deals. Boom. Yes. boom. Old Hollywood. Yes. Boom. Boom. And scams. Yes. Scams. And immediately sprang to mind, do you guys know of ah. the Mona Lisa scam? Now, can I just jump in here? One of the things that, one of the many things that Lockie is an expert in, Batman and Robin, films, JFK, the other one which I've been learning as we've been uh, hanging out is that he's knows all heists. He knows all the biggest heists in the world going back to right. He knows all of the great robberies, Ash. Mm. So, uh, True that, crime stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, he's good at that. So here we go. That's okay. why I asked. Well, okay. 
<clears throat> there was a comment. We're going back to the year 1911, folks, if you can cast your mind back. There was a guy called Eduardo de Valfiano. And since I'm not going to say that name again, let's no. just call him John Smith. Okay. okay. He was an Argentinian con man. And in 1911, he crisscrossed the globe on cruise ships and lined up six of the richest industrialists in the world. And like one in New York, one in London, one in Europe, one down in Central America or something. You know what I mean? Like in the New York one was like one of the big families, like the Carnegie's or the Vanderbilt's or something, and said, if I stole the Mona Lisa, how much would you pay for it? And he lined up these six ducks, okay? Then he went to Paris and commissioned a French art forger to create six perfect forgeries of the Mona Lisa. Right. Then he goes to the Louvre and taps the janitor there, a guy by the name of Vincenzo Perugia. Paul Smith. And says, you need to steal the Mona Lisa. So this guy, this lowly night janitor takes the Mona Lisa off the wall, sticks it under his jacket and walks out the front door. Sticks it in his... a cupboard in his kitchen. Okay? Wow. At which point, John Smith, or Eduardo di Valfiano, then crisscrosses the globe again, where he's already shipped the six stolen Mona Lisas. They're already going in. Okay, they've already gone. So before the theft happened. This makes international news that the yeah. Mona Lisa's been stolen. He shows up at New York City in the... Mancioni penthouse of Carnegie or whoever it was and produces one of the forgeries and says here you go collects the money hundreds of thousands of dollars goes to London goes to the, his patsy with the fake gets the money get, uh, and on and on and on until the six guys and then he just disappears into the night never seen or heard of again okay wow. now then this guy the night Porter, whoever he was, the janitor. Paul, um, Paul per- Smith. Yeah, Perugia. Mm. <clears throat> he's sitting there. He's never heard from him again. So he's got the fucking Mona Lisa in his kitchen. <laughs> so he decides after a while, fuck, I'll try and sell it. He's picked up within five minutes, <laughs> sent off to jail, and the Mona Lisa is restored to where it is today in the Louvre. Wow. Good scam. Well, I was. How's that when for I a scam? That, when I said scam, I thought you were just going to say, hey, I think Bitcoin might be a ripoff. But that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. It's been, and it's been, it's been adapted and you know, sort of used as a plot thing in various dramas and novels and stuff yeah. over the years. Now, here's the interesting thing. This story finally broke in 1932. This journal, famous journalist wrote about it. But this journalist is also known for making shit up. Uh-huh. Okay, right? Ash Williams of and their day. And so there's been no proof that Eduardo de Valfiorno ever oh, existed, right. except for this. So in other words, was that a scam itself? Yeah, the double scam on right? scam. However, Vincenzo Perugia, he says, I met him once by chance at the Louvre before I did it. So it proves that it was a true scam. Oh, because the guy that was in jail said... He said, yeah, I met him. Yes, I met him. Right, yeah. right. That is great. Fuck. Unless Perugia invented the whole story. Yeah. Oh, teamed up with the journalist in order to sell it as a film plot. That doesn't quite work. that itself might be a plot. Sorry, I'm confused. Yeah, we're going around in circles, but isn't that amazing fucking scam? I need some pre-workout after that. That is think a great scam. But I think, Ash, for you, the takeaway is there, forward planning when it comes to business deals. Mm. Forward planning. Because mm. the fact that he got no, it all commissioned the forgeries and had them shipped to the locations mm. ready to go, boom. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to listen back to it when we uh, release this because there was a lot going on there, Ed. <laughs> <laughs>
But it's before there would have been like red laser beams and things. Yeah, to draw from. Yeah, to jump through. But the fact that, you know, after the theft of the Mona Lisa, had he been on a steamship going to, Mm. you know, Mm. the United States and had one of the forgeries with him, he would have been arrested. The fact that he sent everything out beforehand. Really good, Tone. Very good. Uh, What are you watching, Tone? Well, I've been watching uh, on the buses. As yes. If you sadly, if you're listening to my podcast, Sizzletown, no, you no, would be aware I'm watching the Daryl Summers show yes. on the buses, mm-hmm. and as will be revealed possibly by the time this has come out, yep. the reissue of the Umbrella DVD of the Australian classic Pacific Banana. Oh, you're kidding me! Yeah, it's That's been still available. John, yeah. is it John Lamond, John D. Lamond, yes. the auteur behind such films as uh, Nightmares, mm-hmm. uh, which was. Gary Sweet's first screen appearance. Fantastic to know. Uh, written, I think, by John Michael Hausen, or at least John Michael Hausen is in it. Holy moly. Uh, he wrote A Slice of Life, okay. directed A Slice of Life, which is an Australian film starring Robin Nedwell, who had been in Doctor in Charge, the British sitcom back <laughs> Oh, that would have been a big get back 70s. in the day. And he came out to Australia and made a film, and the plot line was, bloke has a vasectomy. It doesn't work. Oh, now he's got kids everywhere. Now he's got multiple children. Ash. Why are you pointing at me? No, I'm just saying. It sounds like a- <laughs> It sounds like a good movie. Breakfast yeah. in Paris was another one of his uh, films. I get the Set. feeling it could have been Breakfast in Anywhere. <laughs> it was. That was what he told me. He oh. said, because I met John Lamont, yeah. and he said, when we wrote the script, it was Breakfast in dot, 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 and the the answer was wherever we could get Contra to. And if you've seen the Love film, it. it's, it's mostly Love filmed it. yes. in uh, South Melbourne. And then every now and then someone will just look off frame and there'll be a shot of the, the, the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Tower. Cut to a seagull. It's the old cut to a seagull. But, yeah, wow. John wow. D. LeMond is one of our great auteurs. If you've seen um, uh, Not Quite Hollywood, yeah. Mark mm. Hartley's yeah, documentary, movie. you can see John LeMond. And if you see Pacific Banana, there's great uh, – DVD extras where John Lamont is just sitting in a uh, like a bed in a like a seedy motel, yeah, good. and then every five minutes during the interview, a topless waitress just brings him a drink. That's that is. Now, did Michael Hirsch of Working Dog fame work on Pacific Banana? Yes, Michael. H- he probably will be furious that I'm no, talking this about this, going. but you can find out just by reading the credits. Ah. Michael Hirsch was the first assistant director wow. on Pacific yes. Banana, Hershey. and can be seen in the film playing the pervy chauffeur. Well, people are having, you know, there's always a scene where people are having sex in the wow. back. And That's an old trope. No way out with Kevin Costner yeah. with the pervy sort of bloke in the rear vision yeah. mirror. Yeah, Ash, that could be your shuttle yeah. service. Ash bus. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you have to be doing it. <laughs> yeah, or get out. <laughs> <laughs> Do it or get out. Uh, yeah. That could be the, the sequel to Get Out that you would make. I mm. anyway, let's move on. Uh, but then you've got a security guard in the back. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't do it, uh, it costs you two hundred bucks. <laughs> security guard will probably have to be in the boot because they're in the back seat. Well, that's what I'm saying. In in the boot. Yeah, there's security but guard. But they don't know that the uh, security guard's there, so yeah. he pops out and says, mm. grabs around the neck and says, "Get it in. You better listen. Get to it me. in or get out. <laughs> get in or get out." But he's he's a good security guard. No, anyway, he's go, like go, a great, yeah. like a great bloke. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Nicholas Cage? What happened to Nicholas Cage? Uh, I pinpointed the moment it went bad. Wow, go. Fry his IMDb. Mm-hmm. 2007, National Treasure Book of Secrets. Genuinely big movie. It was like an adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Did very, Sequel. very well. Sequel, sorry, yes. Mm. 2008, the movies start to get sounding like uh, 
Steven Seagal director video stuff? Yes. 2008, Bangkok Dangerous. Oh, what is that? And then I started doing some hunting around because I've been looking for people who had heaps of money and then lost it. And Nicolas Cage seems to be... Because every time you go into my in-law's house, my father-in-law is watching a pirated DVD from Bali of an extremely loud film with Nicolas Cage in it. (laughs) And Nicolas Cage is featuring in Sizzletown with his famous catchphrase. From uh, the Wicker Man remake, his famous catchphrase, Not the bees! Not the bees. The only (laughs) time that's ever been a catchphrase. (laughs) So Jay and I did some hunting around and he had a hundred... Hundred and fifty million dollars, and if you're wondering, Ash, how to waste hundred and fifty million dollars, mm. here are some of the things Mr. Cage got hold of. Oh boy, he bought shrunken pygmy heads, the late shot of Iran's Lamborghini, a pet octopus to help with his acting, a copy of the first Superman comic book. That's worth it. And one haunted house. The most haunted house in New Orleans, so you can't <laughs> sell it again. And he bought two castles, an octopus. A lam- a, the Shah's Lamborghini Ash. But what was the octopus for? It, to teach him to help, help him with, him with his, acting. his acting. It was a pet. I think that might have been vaguely a gag, but it was oh, okay. t- it was forty grand right. for the octopus. Yep. Oh, so he would have paid he would have paid probably yeah. what for Action Comics number one. So he probably would have paid I'd guess three point two million possibly. What? Really? Yeah. If it's in mint condition, that you'd be. What hard if someone's f- done the crosswords? There's no crosswords in comics, buddy. No crosswords in comics. Okay. Um, you get your TV week for the crossword, buddy. Yeah, um, yeah. And and do it in pencil. Yes. And um, mm. the um, but doesn't that a, does a, yeah. that, that but a, you see you're not going to lose yeah. any money yeah. on Action Comics number one. That's by the way for the listeners. That's Superman, Clark Kent, Lois Lane's first appearance. No. So can I just you told us about the Mona Lisa scam yeah. and the theft? Did you know that his copy was stolen from his house in 2000 and found in a storage locker? He's, oh, he's, a copy of Action, Action Comics Action number Comics one. Action one. Comics number one. This is the first thing that comes up when you ask, you know, Google, how much did he sell it for? Or did he buy it for? Mm. But it sold. I don't know how much he bought it for, but yep. it sold for two point one two million dollars oh. in two thousand and eleven. So that would you could add another million to it now. How many of those are left lock? I don't Action know. Comics be, one. I, I would guess probably. Well, apart, I mean, obviously, DC Comics in New York City would have. A mint in their archives, okay, and all the original artwork and the whole bit. Apparently, that library is fucking unbelievable. You're yeah, not allowed in, are you? No, yeah, no, you are. Oh, you are. are. Oh. Well, for example, when Chris Nolan was um, prepping his Batman trilogy, Batman Begins, the first one. Yeah, they, here's the keys. Gosh. Comics yeah. Buyer's Guide estimates this was in 2012 that only 50, 50 to maybe 100 at the high end original copies of Action Comics number one exist. I'd be interested to know what Detective Comics number 27 would go for, which is Batman's first appearance. Can You've you got it? First? No, I don't, mate. I've got a reproduction of it that mm. was given to me as a gift from one of the production runners on Offspring, Ooh. which is a very thoughtful gift. What's the name of your character? Dr. Clegg, Martin Clegg. And you do, are you doing the accent now? I am. Because it'll change. No, it won't. It only changed uh, from the first episode to the second episode, because they wouldn't let me speak like this in the first episode, because apparently John Edwards didn't like British accents, I was told, but I so, the director. So let me and get t- when I asked John if that was true later, he said, bullshit. So if oh. people watch Offspring from the start, in episode one... In episode one, I came on, I said, the only way you, I can do this character, because he's just going to be another fucking asshole boss where the hero, Nina, yes. has to sort of trick every yeah. episode. Right. And I said, if you make him British and make him a bit left of centre and odd, then it diffuses that and we've got something else in our hands. And the director, by, by the, we can beep it, but she knows who she is. She said, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. 
John Edwards hates John being the great producer, John Edwards. John hates British accents, which, as I said, John later told me it's absolute bullshit. I mean, mate, that's just, you know, it's bullshit, mate. You could have done whatever you wanted to do. You did do whatever you wanted to do. Right. Anyway. Um, and but in so, the first episode. So in the very first episode, I speak like this, very clipped. So I'm not doing British, but I'm doing quite clipped. Mm, right. Because I thought, okay, well, I'll just muddle through that. Anyway, you know. On television, directors come in and do a block, which is two mm. episodes, and then the next director comes on, and blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> finished, and she came back to do the final block. Now, by this stage, I've well established the British accent and the little, the giggle and the, mm, all that shit that I did with Clegg, right? And, and thank God for Asha Ketty, because Ash was the one who was really encouraging me, just bring whatever you can to the role. Yep. Let's, we just need Let's to make this yeah. great. And so, we were a comes back and Ash and I are rehearsing a scene and I'm and we're getting chuckles from the crew and Ash is laughing because I'm doing this weird stuff while I'm washing my hands and I'm going <laughs> while I'm talking and yes but of course you know Nina and just doing all this weird shit <laughs> right. and laughs and she goes okay now could you do it for real and I go I just turn and I go no that is for real yeah, that's yeah. the character yes. and if you want me to ADR the first episode with the, with the British accent I'll give you a freebie I'll give you two hours free yeah. and she two said no free. she never took me up on it Oh my so God. that's where the, the, the fluctuation in the accent comes from here comes Ash Williams with his French accent that he's done twice on television uh, I have a limousine waiting outside uh, would you like to go dancing at CLO and maybe afterwards we can have some those were actual lines. I went when. Ash- By the way, can I just say I don't want that was not a go. At <laughs> I mean, no one knew what the fuck we were doing on that first season of Offspring. It's beef city. It's beef city. Yeah. yeah. So I went to I the like t- I went to the taping when Ash was did his sitcom and who else was in that sitcom that day? Wayne Knight from Seinfeld. Oh, wow! You're a great actor too, man. Loved he Ash. played Numa Bartel in uh, JFK. He loved Ash. Sure did. He sure did. Also yeah. in... Uh, He's in Jurassic Park. Jurassic yeah, I was going to say Jurassic Park, but I uh, wasn't sure. Mm. So thank you, Lucky. Um, also, Kristen Johnson, who was in... From uh, Third Rock from the Third Sun. Rock yes. from oh, the Sun. yeah. Funny, how tall is she? She's like your owl height. Yeah, my height. Yeah, she right. loved you. She did. Mm. Um, she's good. She's funny. What's she doing? Let's Ash, find that. Let's do a she's on, check on uh, that. Joke. You want to follow her on uh, Instagram, Smartass. Bang. Boom. And an actual French guy... Who you told me that his real French accent was so ridiculous that it made yours seem spot on by wow. comparison. Did I say that? Yeah, you oh. did tell me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can confirm that because I was there, and it, it when he was talking, it was like, all right, mate. <laughs> Do you remember? They said cut. So he's like sort of almost Clouseau-ish, like, Do you have like lessons Pepe- for your minky? <laughs> it was Pepe Le Pew style. Oh, it wow. was really, it was like that. And Ash just seemed like a Frenchman, and this guy seemed like he was bunging it on. <laughs> Do you remember how oh, weird that it. guy was? Yeah. He was carrying round. Yeah. What was he carrying around? Um, a fitness magazine where he was the centerfold. Have <laughs> <laughs> a look at this. And he was showing you, have yeah. a look at this. I'd train hard for this. Oh like, cool During story. takes. <laughs> Cuts. But hang yeah. on, we've got a long way from Nicolas Cage. And yeah. yeah one, did you say $150 million? The guy had $150 so million. So is there no one putting the brakes on? Is there no one advising him? And he ended up owing $3 million to the Internal Revenue Service. Yeah. Right. And that's when, uh-oh. 
the straight to video releases just started, and now he just has to crank them out. He's working them. hard for the money. Yeah. Wow. This is what's going to happen to Johnny Depp. I'm telling you, because he's done exactly the same thing. He's spending, oh. you know, like 250 grand a month on red wine and stuff. I mean, it's going to be teaming up with Sega. They're all headed for Seagull Country, aren't they? <laughs> what a movie, <laughs> Seagull Country. That's yeah. what like the like the non-moving Expendables. But I remember, you know, I don't know whether this is defamatory or not. So get ready with the beeps. But Nicolas Cage came out to Melbourne to make a film called Ghost Ride, yeah, yeah. and there Which, were a lot of stories going around. Like what? Give when, me some. Well, one I heard was that uh, towards the end of the shoot, um, people were talking about the rap party. Now, explain what is a rap party, Ed, as you understand it. Uh, as I understand it, the rap party on Border Protection Squad was me <laughs> spending way too much money on drinks for Lockie Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a party. It's contractual. It's at the end of the shoot. Yeah, it's at the end. And it's, it's yeah. sort of a way of thanking the crew yeah. and everyone. And, and, and it's everybody finished. Everybody gets They're together and fun. everybody, it's the first time you actually see the crew in yeah. nice clothes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's nice. Eye-popping thing, a rap party. It's when fun. you go, you've been hanging with your, your props master and your, your, your key grip. And, you know, they wear their... Schlonger That's shorts right. and their work boots yeah. and you know their their utility belts. Suddenly they're they're dressed like Ash it's Williams. So they come straight from bloody caliber. And, but the and, job is finished. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. the point. Yeah. You know, we're not going back no. to work. Let's get shit faced. Yeah. So Nicholas Cage apparently goes, Oh, I'd love to go to the rap party. And they've gone, Well, just come along to the rap party. He goes, Yeah. Problem is I'm finishing two weeks before the end of the shoot. And they've gone, Well, why don't you just come back for the rap party? He's gone, Yeah, I could do that. Or Maybe you could have the rap party yes. two weeks before the oh, yeah. end of the shoot. Yes. The whole crew are going, we don't want to go to the rap party before we finish. Yeah. That's st- so they do that, and Nicolas Cage doesn't turn up. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Now, that may well be... Classy. I don't think that's defamatory. Is that I, defamatory? That, that, no, I don't think so, because it's a... Rumour. Yes, we've heard that, allegedly, and I don't... I'll go through back through my training, but I don't believe that to be defamatory. Yeah, yeah. okay. That could have been. Yeah. I also heard... Ah, now this may well be. <laughs> ...that while he was in Melbourne shooting Ghost Rider, the film uh, National Treasure, the first one yes. opened. And so he's gone to see the film, and at that point, he, the person telling me the story said he had a 20-person entourage. Oh, they're all costing wow. you. He's gone to see the film. First time he's seen the film on the big screen... He's seen how dodgy his hairpiece yes, looks on the big screen yes. and sacked 17 of his 20-man entourage. <laughs> that was what I heard. Again, might be made up. How, That's what was told how to do me. How choose? Ash, if you yeah. were super rich, who would be in the entourage? 20, what type of people? Not names, people. but what type? Ooh, what, ideas, like, people. So, okay, so how many ideas people would we have? Ten. So we've got 10 on ideas. Sorry, six. Okay, six up. So we've got six on ideas. Yeah. And then you can have like, because now you've got people who can do like personal affectations and, and like hair and everything like that. So Stylist. What, yeah, what type of people would you have in the entourage? Well, you'd have one of those. Am I one of the you, ideas people, by the way? Yes. Oh, okay, great. You are also an all-rounder. You do oh. look after law. You yeah. look after everything. Great. You've got legals, medicals, everything. ideas. You're, you're, wow. you're always awake. Okay. And then we've got um, a stylist, yeah. a hairdresser, boom, 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 boom. Um, someone to do the Twitter feed. Yeah, social media social manager. Media. We've got yeah, two right. of them two and of a them. videographer. Are you going to say one for Twitter, one for Insta? No, no, no. One for tweets. Yeah, good call, actually. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and a videographer. Then, and then about five actioneers. So they go and uh, take action on what you say, like a street team. Pretty much. 
or a SWAT team. Do this <laughs> or <laughs> mafia enforcers. Would be another go and do it. this. You know, yeah. they're, they're fucking just. You know, can you go and speak to that guy? Yep. Or can you go and uh, get us coffee? That kind of stuff. Boom. You we go and in. smash that guy's camera. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Well, know. that would be taking care of security. Yeah, so right. security, security would be two people on uh, top of the action. A guy and a girl. Yes, yeah, and they would work hand in glove. So we're up to about 13, 14 <laughs> a lot. You've got 20. You've still got five more. You've still to got five to get to Kate. Yeah. And then I'd, I'd bring one um, vibe vibe person right. who, who is a rotating roster. One month on, one month off. Like right. a hype man or woman. Bring the hype. You stay on. But yep. guess what? You're not going to stay forever, you know? Sorry. Oh, so that's like that person <laughs> knows they're on notice. Can be replaced at any time. Wow. What about a chef? You've got to have like a chef. Glad you brought it up, Tom. And you've got. To, I heard about. Uh, someone told me. Here's another story I heard. A film called The Watch. Do you remember this? It was yeah. called Neighborhood Watch. And then there was some ugly. Yes, oh, yeah. Watch. Yep. Yep. With, um, with um, Ben Stiller. Yes. Seth Rogen? Uh, no. no. Jonah Hill. Clark Jonah Duncan? Hill. Yeah. Who was the other one? Yeah. Then we, and uh, there was Oscar? Richard Aoade. Oh, my God. And there's but one who more. Who was the other? Yeah. Is it Vince Vaughn? And it was really incongruous God, before. Don't, don't, and uh, someone told me both Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn, like six weeks before the shoot, went on like a severe juice diet. So they'd look really skinny, skinny, skinny cut. Yeah. And then they had personal juice Yep. Chefs yes. on the set. Yes. So every time they would go cut the juice chef, the individual juice chefs would run wow. in and hand them a juice. We're, we're, getting, we're getting a juice chef. That's a juice chef. Mm-hmm. Jonah uh, Hill didn't have one. No, no. <laughs> this is true. He just had a chef. Yeah. And the rest of the spots would be taken up by managers and agents who were doing deals. Boom. And Ash, uh, Tag Hewer's come on board. Tag Hewer? Do you want Tag Hewer or Omega? Fuck. Uh, Tag Hewer. Thank you, sir. Okay. Who's paying more? Omega. Omega. Yeah, but... I'd go Omega anyway, mate. Astronauts wear that watch. Omega. <laughs> it's better so, you know what? Just for that lock, you're in the month on, month off. Thanks, buddy. I'm, I feel like I'm on eggshells already, though. No, no, no. Tone got a job? Because you know that you're not hanging around. What's Tone's no. job? You're paid handsomely for your intellect. You're paid handsomely for your hype. Enjoy it. I've Tone. wanted a lot of things in my, my job, life, buddy, but this is the dream gig. This is no, it, no, no, my job is just updating Ash's IMDb page. Which you've stopped doing, by the way. <laughs> well, give, the him a, give him a salary. Send me some credits. I'll, I'll put it up. I'm not in LA anymore. I don't need to lie. Now, you know? in the middle of all that, <laughs> Jay suggested that you needed a, what did you say? A, a, pe- Peter, a Peter Credlin type chief of staff. Yeah. Do you know who Peter Credlin is? Of course. Yeah, She's yeah, on Sky News with Bolte. Yeah, he watches Sky News. Uh, Peter, P-E-T-A. Well done. Uh, mate, where do I start? Chief of Staff, do you need one? Like an overall, like a Jay sort of character. Who right? would do it? Jay. Jay. But Jay's got a job, don't you? But if you, if you want me to be your Chief of Staff, I'm in. You're in. I love how Bye. this is now real. We've done it, guys. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Yeah, I wish it was real. Oh, man. How good would it be? Well, it's interesting. I just wouldn't do it. Going back to Matrix, when I met Lawrence Fishburne, yeah. he had a PA, personal assistant by the name of Crystal, lovely lady. Um, and as I got to know Fish a bit better, I was, you know... Like well you, enough you, you, to call him Fish, yeah, obviously. Well, yeah, you think to yourself, you know, do you, do you need an entourage? Do you need people? Yeah, good I question. To, I said, so I said to him, so what's it like having a personal assistant? And he said, oh, I need it. I'd be fucked without it. And why? What does she do? He says, I'm here all day. She does the banking. She goes, picks up the 
dry cleaning. Wow. She does all uh, the stuff like that... life admin. Yeah, like I can't get away from uh. set to do the day-to-day stuff. So Crystal looks after all that. Gosh. I went, ah, I get it now. And the other thing, we're talking about the personal chef. I saw Matt Damon being interviewed when he was doing one yeah. of the Bourne identity films. And they said, oh, you know, you're, you're getting such great shape for it. And he said, it's easy. They they hire a chef for me. Yeah, you get to you you know eat whatever. I mean? you, you get to eat the good food the whole time. Yeah, that's right. So you sort of understand Gosh. how some of that works. But it's nothing compared to a juice chef well right now is when i would plug a nutrition brand but uh i'm not going to because the deal's not done hang on what if you say it we beep it but and by the time this comes out the deal is done and nah. it's their first official plug because it won't be done by then ed okay <laughs> too complex <laughs> too complex is it no no do you know what because I had a meeting before this show and I said, listen, um, these deals mm-hmm. tend to move pretty quick. Mm-hmm. He the, said, I ha- am on the next Sky Bus out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these deals move pretty quick. I said, uh, he said, how quick? I said, well, uh, for example, I could mention you on a podcast by 12 p.m. today. Tone, that's good business. Yeah. It is good business. <laughs> but pretty much everyone in Australia has a podcast now. So is that that impressive? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> no, because he listens. Okay. Yeah, and his enough. wife. You know what he said? Here's something for you. I'm not going to name any names. He listens with his wife in bed right. to Team Effort on loudspeaker. Wow. Wow. That'll get the juices yeah. flowing. That whole penile pump business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Save the pump. So obviously, in, obviously in the orange room. Oy. Oh, you never know. So, you're not going to mention them? No, not at the moment, Ed. Gosh, Can I? Is... Well, then oh, definitely not. Oh, okay. Jesus. So you don't want to usurp a deal. I'm only on for a month, mate. You don't have a slightly down on day <laughs> no, no, one. No, no, no. We just, um, you know, I'll throw one out there. Uh, if you want to get some uh, food and you want, you can't be fucked cooking, give them a call. That's so, chunky, Dave. Take boy. that out, Ed. You know what? I went early on that. Take it out. It's going to be beeped. It'll be out. Is that okay? It'll be beeped. So yeah, beep much it. beeping. Beep it. Jay, what have we learned? We have learned an awful lot. Now, earlier, Lockie said that he would need a cabinet the height of Ed Cavalli yeah. to store- Several. Several. Cabinets. The height. So I thought, well, what is the height of Ed Cavalli? And yeah. I typed it in. Unknown. Does not come up. Like, if you type in uh, Tom Cruise's height, it'll come up. You type in all these different actors. We had the question, what well, is Kristen Johnston's height? She's 1.83. Oh, I'm right? Come What's that in the old school? I'm That's six foot. No, no, it, don't say it. 1.83 is six feet. Celebdetail.com has a photo of you, oh. and it's just waiting for information. No, okay. So if you wanted to, we could provide that. it for sure. them. Let's do a tweet. Guessing comp. Guessing comp. Guess the height. And the winner gets... Wow. A Batman cabinet. Really? In the shape of Ed Cavalier. <laughs> I'll throw in some um, pre-workout. How's that? So, <laughs> get onto this deal quick, people. <laughs> Celeb- These things. Tony, what do we know about these deals? They don't last. Uh-uh. They move. They move. Quickly. Very oh, yeah. quickly. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Pretty yeah. quickly. Pretty quickly. Okay. It, has your, <laughs> it has your photo, and then it's got space for your height. Yeah, great. Which, unknown. Yeah. Weight, Gender. Unknown. <laughs> chest yeah. size, unknown. Yeah. Waist size. And then it's got two other additional sizes. Okay. Foot. That it's waiting for information. Not foot. Neck uh-huh. and biceps. Uh-huh. All waiting to be filled in if you How choose weird. What a weird to website. do that. What they yeah, do. I just yeah. really need to know someone's neck size. Yeah, yeah. same here. I'm trying to send uh, someone a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> so you would be taller than John Lithgow, who's listed at 1.93. Yeah. Just looking at Kristen Johnson. You asked, yeah. what is Kristen Johnson up to today? IMDb confirms that she recently starred in Hurricane Bianca from Russia with Hate. 
Mm. Wow. Okay. Don't know what With, that is. That's mm. obviously Seagal. C- yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how many sequels you, if you just get onto the IMDb. Last night I discovered that 24 years after the original, there is now a sequel to Burt Reynolds' Cop and a Half. What? what? Whoa. Is Henry Winkler directing? It's not a Henry Winkler, but who do you reckon would be the star of that? So in 1993, so Burt Reynolds. it's Burt Reynolds. And there's a kid. And the now kid. It's, and it's, it was the kid from Grown Up, Bitter, Fat, Angry. So the story is that, that Burt Reynolds is a cop and he's got a kid that helps. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's okay. cop and a half. Cop and a half. This yeah. is cop and a half, like on extra duty or something, like a straight-to-video okay. sequel. Who's Okay, here we go. The uh, okay. What year was this release time? This, this is, came out last uh, year. I've got some scoop. Like, Vin Diesel. No, I'm going to go. Do you want me to go? Yeah. I reckon it's a it's a flip. So they've now gone for a short adult and a tall kid. I mean, it looks even funnier. Kevin Hart. <laughs> no, not Kevin. Again, uh, t- way too big. Oh, am I too high up? Am I? Oh yeah. Too, okay. Yeah, so okay. I'm right down. Uh, right. It's a straight to video. Freddie. Uh, okay. Seagal territory. Freddie Prince Jr. No. Oh, good. That's though. Good. good. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> oh, what a even yes, better, but is. not correct. Ash. Ulrich. Not Skeet. <laughs> Where is Skeet Ulrich? Chase Crawford. <laughs> oh, that's good. Who have you um, got? Ash? Screech. Screech. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, Dustin wow. Diamond. Yeah, Dustin Diamond. Well done. That's you're very close. Oh, oh very uh, okay. cl- Mark Paul. Mark Paul Gosling. <gasps> uh, whatever. <gasps> Mario Lopez. No, no, go back to Diamond. Who <laughs> uh. Diamond Phillips? Who Diamond? Oh. Good luck. Oh. 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 The first time that film has got a high five in any circumstance. Wow. And also Lou Diamond Phillips. Spaghetti and meatballs. But can you name another title? You haven't heard that one? So it's Young version. Guns 2 Okay fair oh, yeah. Yeah. Directed by a New well Zealander done. Jeff yeah. Murphy Also Big did Under Siege 2 With Stephen Seagal Oh Boom and baby Eric Bogosian Is the villain In Under Siege 2 Is he? Yes The great Eric Bogosian Who wrote we, we, Jay and I were discussing Last night Wow Who wrote Talk Radio, the play which oh, I was thrown made. Barry Champlain. Barry, was his mm. name? Barry Champlain. Take your hand out of that bowl of Fritos and pick up the phone. <laughs> and lucky you <laughs> made uh, an executive decision and Steven Seagal was in that film. Bang. <laughs> See? <laughs> Bang. See? You're wow. talking about Action Comics number one. Mm-hmm. Right now, price guide value is $4.3 million for a night. For a nine point four, wow! So it's got to be nine point four. So do we know what Cage's was? But the well, the highest sale on record is Cage, so two point one six, and well, that's he a must nine. Ha- he must that was a nine. Wow! TV pitch. TV pitch. TV pitch. Jay, you got a drum roll? Nah, he not right. nothing today. Uh, okay, you know Antiques Roadshow? Yes. yes. Betcha. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, do we know it? Just like that, but weirdos turn up. It is mostly weirdos if you see the show. To basements. Oh, right. And, Lockie, you stand there and tell them whether their comics are worth any money at all. And it doesn't need to be comics. It could be Batman statues. Okay. So we're in a basement. Why are we in the basement? basement? Uh, No, no, no. (laughs) Well, because... uh, Because that's where you think they keep their stuff, isn't it? I don't know, man. 
Okay. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Sold. Uh, Sold. But, but Done. We, I'm in. You got to test the uh, market anyway. Bang, it starts bang. on. You, I don't know. Do one episode YouTube or something. Like you really asked good. about Detective Comics really number good. 27, released May 1939. The Correct. price guide value is 4.23 million Jesus. for a so 9.4. There you go. So proving Batman is the king of superheroes because he's top Superman. Yep. So but the go. highest sale on record is only 1.07. And that was for an eight. I don't know. I don't have the year on that. Um, what about for an original crypto, the super dog? I'll get that for you. <laughs> okay. That'd be I will absolutely find that. No, no, that'd be, no, that'd be, that'd be oh, at yeah. least a mil. Okay. Uh, now, Ash, you're telling us about your neighbors. Hundred grand. Hundred grand. grand. See, we're doing the show already. Hundred grand. See, Tony's a weirdo. Showed up to a basement with his crypto. It's a lot. Hundred grand max. Hundred grand max. So let's get, let's knock it down to twenty five grand. What do you reckon, Ash? Better business that way. Don't follow you, mate. But. Uh, <laughs> He thought a hundred grand max was a comic. Okay, Ash was telling, telling us about he his neighbors. Pre workout. <laughs> telling us about his neighbors. They had an orange room and a purple room. And what mm-hmm. was the purple room for? Drinking. Orange room was for fucking. Okay, so the colors, the the moods associated with these colors. If you paint a room, purple is royalty, nobility, luxury, and ambition. <gasps> Well, that makes sense. The royal so, wedding was on, and, and it was, wealth, the room was purple. And wealth and extravaganza, right? So that you're you going to the purple it's a room. Wealthy, yep. sort of extravagant session. Yeah. And orange. orange is for joy, sunshine, enthusiasm, fascination, creativity, and determination. Determination. And hardcore balcony sex. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and my favorite. You can find anybody on Wikipedia. Uh, I've known Tony a long time. He's never said that before. That, <laughs> that's his that, that, that's, his, <laughs> that's my new podcast. That's a great... I wish there was a phone line that you rang up. You used to have those numbers where people would ring up and they'd talk sexy to you. They should just have a line where you ring up and Tony just says one line really loud. Hello? hello. Hardcore balcony sex. Oh, hey, yeah, now listen, Tony. I, I know oh, that's the stuff. Tony, I've got something <laughs> special for you, actually, oh, no, that I wrote God. down. Now, God. this is Uh-oh. just quickly. Jay and Astrid and myself saw Solo, yes. the Star Wars film, last night. Yep. I'm not going to say anything about the movie except check it out. It's good fun, right? But, Tone, this is for you. What? That even in a galaxy far, far away... Guess how Han Solo hot wires a land speeder. Oh, no. He doesn't pull two wires out from under the engine column. Bang! He does. <laughs> steering column, pardon. I do know yeah. the cars. Touches the two wires under the dash. Yeah. I mean, really. That's and I, very they had, There was, you know, this is a big film. They had a chance to top what De Niro did in Midnight Run, where he looks like he's doing something to really hot wire that, that jeep that him and Charlie Groden steal. Two wise, and they did it in close. Did they really? Oh. Is there a bomb with red numbers ticking backwards towards zero? As I said, no, no spoilers. Okay. Wow, that is Ooh. a cheap trope. Can there you, you go. believe it? But I, you've got to think to yourself, this is going to get a laugh if we shoot. Sure, shoot it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and did it? No. Just one Just laugh. Got a bit of a groan, but there are lots of laughs in the film. Okay. So, oh. you mentioned Pacific Banana, yes. written by Alan Hupgood. Yes, the oh, writer wow. of Alvin Purple. Yeah. And, and uh, same star, Graham and, Blundell. And according to Wikipedia, funded by the South Australian Film Corporation. Yes, oh, and yeah. it nearly brought about the end it because did. it was like, why are we putting public money into this boob fest? <laughs> yeah, the 10BA or the 10AB? What was no, it 10BA, 10BA was later. 10BA oh, 10BA was later. That was the 80s. Yeah. That was the 80s. This was 1980. Great book I remember the, the Avocado Plantation. Oh, is it? Okay, Avocado Plantation. By David Stratton, yeah. Because you could get your the 10BA covered investment in movies and investment in avocados. So 
Jesus. Good. Yeah. So I remember when I was at the video store and a box arrived and my boss was like, I don't remember ordering this. And it was a four-part series of Gary Sweet cop thrillers. Like, Cody. Shot in South Australia. Cody? Yeah, Cody, I think yeah. it was called. And, and Tony, I was just looking at these and we're both looking at each other going, these are movies. These aren't from television. These no, are- they were made for TV. They were made well, for TV. I, and I was like, these... Was it Cody or was it Singapore Sling? Oh, no, that was John Waters. Yeah, and, and they yeah. were... Like, there was money had been put into these things. We put one on and we were like... Like, there was like explosions <laughs> and like actual money had wow. been put into this stuff. I'm sure that was a cha- mystery. Can it was we a do mystery a fact check on where- this, Mr. Mueller? I'm sure it was Channel 7. Who- yeah, I thought they were <sighs> telly movies. Yeah. Okay. But they maybe came out on DVD. Yeah, anyway. Well, you can get stingers on DVD, so why not Cody? Ain't that the truth? Old bloody yeah. earth. Well, bloody earth I think what have we learned has gone <laughs> <laughs> way off the side of the pool. Why are we yes, exactly. That are you it. still listening? So, that yes. Is it. That's it. We're done? We are done. Okay. Plugs. Go around the room. Lock. I'm plugging Ash. Good call. Good luck on, on a your ABC debut today. Ashley. Yes. You knock them dead, kid. All right. Yep. Drop, drop names. Drop product placement. Go crazy. See how the ABC react. I'm going to go berserk. Yep. Uh, well, I'd like to plug Sizzletown, but Great I'd also stuff. like to mention that you, you may have noticed that often Jay's just receiving an email. I did notice that. Is that, what, <laughs> is that what those dings are? That is what those dings are. Okay. okay. Who was the last one from? I don't know. I actually am surprised that it's dinging because it I thought from, I had it turned off. It was from Revenue New South Wales. <laughs> I still don't know what you're laughing at, you grandiose fools. Yep. Uh, yeah, D-listers. I'm, yep. plugging, I'm plugging Sizzletown and the Ash Williams show. Ash, what are you plugging? I'll plug uh, Team Effort, which you're listening to now. <laughs> And uh, I'll plug Sizzletown oh, and I'll thanks, plug Ash. the Ash Williams show and also plug uh, Lockie too because I uh, get behind him uh, physically and uh, see you on the balcony. See you on the balcony <laughs> and, uh, and also get get on his Twitter. I'm loving your tweets. Thanks, mate. Uh, you got to see thanks. him live. Good stuff. You thanks, know, mate. the best sure. tweets are the ones that haven't been liked yet. Okay. No, 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 no. It means no, he's no. on early. It means no, no, he's no, an no, early doctor because yeah. it means it means you can see it means you can see a tweet. Uh, for what it really is. Yeah, right. Uh, because a lot of people see a tweet with 10 to 50 to 100 likes and think, yeah. And you kind of don't think for yourself. Ah, interesting, actually. Group think. So, good on you, buddy. Thank stay you, online oh. and uh, look after yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still recording this? <laughs> see you soon. Where you going? Australian Lighting Stock Take Sale is on now. It's a massive lighting clearance. This is where you can save money. Australian Lighting Stock Take Sale. A huge range of low voltage lighting. Three light halogen bar, half price. Australian Lighting Stock Take Sale. Solid brass, three light pendant, half price. Australian Lighting Stock Take Sale. 20, 40, up to 50% off floor lamps, outside lamps, desk lamps, touch lamps. Australian Lighting Stock Take Sale. It's on now at all Australian lighting stores. So where you going? I don't miss that. I missed the bit at the end. It's meant to finish with um, where you go on Australian lighting. Okay. Well, we got that where you're going. The, we got the, the idea. It's, it's yeah. meant to finish with now including hardcore balcony sex. <laughs> <laughs> right.